According to the Center for Retirement Research, 53% of U.S. households are at risk of not having enough saved for retirement to maintain their current lifestyle. Yikes. That's over half of the U.S. population. You don't have to be part of that 53%. Start today and become a saver. Good day and welcome to the Save Like Dave podcast, where we are on a mission to help you save and win with your money on almost any income level. Dave retired at 55, traveled the world, and lived abundantly, all while making well under $50,000 a year his entire career. Now it's your turn. Let's take your financial dreams to the next level. It's amazing how just checking a box can be so, so difficult. In today's episode, Dave is going to share how just tiny little things can make a decision go one way or the other. It's amazing how much of our behavior plays into every single thing that we do. So without further ado, here is Dave. Good day, friends. Thanks for joining us on Save Like Dave. Today's subject is kind of interesting to me. I'm I'm going to share a bunch of statistics But what I want to just share initially is, as Nate mentioned at the beginning, and that the title of this subject is Check If You Don't Want to Participate. Sometimes just the wording when you read a subject or you're filling out a form can affect your behavior on how you answer it. And I'll explain that a little more clearly in the next couple of minutes. And as Nate said, 53% of U.S. households are at risk for not having enough saved for retirement. And I don't want that to be you. So how can that be? How can the most prosperous country in the world have over one half of their households not adequately prepared for retirement and have to live on less than the income they had when they were working? What's wrong with this picture? We are being bombarded by advertisements in magazines, TV, and the internet to invest for the future, yet few prepare adequately for the future. 32% in this group have college degrees, and they still fail. We know we need to save more, so why don't we? Well, here's where behavior gets in the way of knowledge. Here's an example that you might find interesting. We know that winning the Powerball is next to impossible. As a matter of fact, the odds are 1 in 175 million. However, we are 251 times more likely to be hit by lightning than to win the Powerball. Do you know anyone that has ever had that happen? Anyone that has been hit by lightning? I don't know either that anyone who's won the Powerball or been hit by lightning. Exactly. And I don't expect to in my lifetime. Exactly. Yet, we still play Powerball and other lottery games and give our hard-earned money to the government. Now you tell me that's crazy, right? That's a little crazy. Well, my point is, whether we make good financial decisions or not, we think we make good financial decisions. Science says otherwise. Let me give you an example. If you walk into the DMV, the Department of Motor Vehicles, and are asked, would you want to donate your organs, and there's a little box to check, and they have those in the U.S., Some selfless people would say, yes, they'd make the check mark. Some might say, I need to think about that. And others might say, no. In this example, you think you're making the decision 
of your own free will. But here is what is interesting about this question. It varies dramatically from country to country. So let me give you a couple examples, and I think you'll be astounded. In Germany, for example, when that question is given on their application when they're signing up to get their license, it says 12% will actually check that box and say, yeah, I would like to donate my organs you know, in case of death, is basically what it means. In Austria, which is right next to Germany, it abuts Germany, they have a 99% yes vote. Germany had a 12% donate. Austria has 99%. That is quite the difference. I think the next question is going to be, why is there such a difference? But I I think you're going to get into that. Go ahead with the... Funny you should ask. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to give you a couple more first before I give you the answer. Sweden has an 89% success rate. And Denmark is only 4%. Why so? Is it religion? Fear? Is it your culture? Actually, it's none of those reasons. It has everything to do with how it's worded on the DMV form. In Denmark, with one of the lowest rates, there is a small box that says, check here if you want to participate in the organ donor program. The countries with the highest rates The form says, check here if you don't want to participate in the organ donor program. That's it. People don't like checking off boxes. Or sometimes when people don't know what to do, they do nothing or stick with what was chosen for us. It's amazing. That to me is amazing how just that one small little difference where it says, check here if you'd like to donate to the donor program. And that would be all those low numbers, the what would you what was it, four percent, twelve percent in Germany. Right. And then the higher numbers, ninety-nine percent, eighty-nine percent. I don't think that those cultures or countries are any more sympathetic than the other ones, mm-hmm. but it was only because the form said, check here if you don't want to participate, as if it's implied that you will participate, right? It's exactly that one tiny little behavioral tweak made all the difference. Now, you know, that's actually how advertising works. And I'm not going to go into that today. But when you're watching a commercial or hear something on the radio, they have little keywords and things like that to get you to sign up or to spend your hard-earned money. It's interesting. It's it's advertising, basically. And uh, in regard to what we're talking about today, though, your money, I'm trying to teach you today how just reading little forms and listening carefully to Discussions like this can really affect your finances. And specifically, the area that I'm going to talk about today is your retirement. So what's the takeaway for you and me? That same inertia applies to us, for example, when we have to choose when to begin to save for retirement at work. Or if we should sign up for the company's retirement plan at all, for example. Choose to take action in regard to your future. And as you can see from this example, sometimes without even knowing it, you're making the wrong choice. Yeah. And I know in my entire career too, I've seen a lot of people my age in the 20s or 30s where they just say, no, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to save for my 401k, even though the company does a 401k match. And it's because they think they can do it later or they don't want to take the time to look into it or, or make the decision. And it's amazing how just that little bit 
of friction sometimes can be too much for someone to save for retirement. And honestly, as you were sharing that example, it makes me think, you know, I know maybe this takes away from some freedom or whatever, but what if every single company said, we put you in at 3% to contribute to the 401k, click here if you don't want to participate or, or let us know if you don't want to participate, almost as if it's assumed that someone's going to save for retirement. What do you think about that idea? Yeah, it's, it's really interesting. And I'll tell you, I have a real life example. When I was working, I guess I started to get known with my coworkers that I enjoy talking about money. And on lunch breaks, I talked to the younger ones in particular about signing up for the 401k or starting a Roth IRA. And I'm thinking of one specific guy, Jason, super neat guy. And I would talk to him, honestly, three or four times a year, just casually during lunch. And for three or four years, I would try to explain to him the importance of signing up for this 401k because the company actually gives you money. But you have to go out to the HR department. You have to ask for the form, fill it out. And it does take some money out of your monthly or your weekly paycheck. And the four years that I talked to him about it, he never got to it. He thought it was a great idea, but he just never could pull the trigger. And so what I'm trying to say is we need to change that. And here's some things that I can share with you to help you with that. So like the DMV example, we need to opt in when signing up for our retirement plan. Companies need to set it up so you're automatically in the plan unless you opt out. Now, if your company does not have that, then you do it and sign up as soon as you can. And I'm not sure the statistics on that, but I would dare say most companies have it the other way where you have to sign up versus you have to opt out. Does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. And, and I can back that up. And maybe the five different jobs that I've done in my working career is each one, you have to take out the time, you have to fill out the paperwork, and you have to sign up. Now, did it take a lot of time? No. But I get how if it's not stressed to you to save and the importance of saving for retirement when you're young or as soon as you can, that you can put it off because there's so many things in life that perhaps are important, but don't feel urgent. And I know saving is one of those things, like you mentioned with your example, where it's important. Sure, everyone knows they need to save, but it doesn't feel urgent. And that in lies the behavioral issue, right? Right, right. In that example I gave of Jason, you know, I left the company after that, let's just say four years of talking to him about it, and he still had not signed up. And okay, you think that's not a big deal, but okay, he was 20 something. Let's say he was 25, and when I left, he was 29. Well, Oh, I can do it next year. Oh, I'll do it eventually. Well, guess what? I dare say, I, I don't know, but you know, what if he didn't do it till he was 30 or 35? Well, you know, you can start at any time, of course, but the earlier you start to plan for your retirement, you're going to be so much more excited about the final results. With the power of compounding, your money grows so much more dramatically if you start early. Yeah, exactly. And I was just thinking, I know in the future, we have an episode planned just on compound interest. So we will we'll go into that deeper, but it's amazing the power of compound interest. And that all applies to stacking years on top of each other in terms of growth. So you just got just to do it and don't let inertia hold you back from winning with money. That's my point today. And I try to give these examples so you can see clearly how sometimes the deck's stacked against us, so to speak, 
through willpower, through making a decision that you are going to change, you're going to think differently about money, you can win with money. The last point I want to emphasize is when faced with a difficult financial decision, don't put it off till tomorrow. Do it now. Yeah. And another quote I like on this is, uh, it's a common one, but it's do hard things. And it's a very simple quote, but just do what feels like something very difficult. Do it right away or do it first thing in the morning. And then the rest of the day becomes so much easier because you know you finally did that one thing that felt so difficult, which likely isn't that difficult. Exactly. Right. It feels like calling the doctor and scheduling a, an appointment is difficult or setting up your retirement plan is difficult. But, you know, it's amazing how easy it is. But it, it's like you said, it takes that discipline and just do it as soon as you can. And I'll just give you one quick little thing that uh, maybe it'll be something that would help you. I'm a box checker person. When I make notes of things I need to do, I put a little box to the left of it. And so I'll have three or four things I need to do this day. And when I get it done, I check it off. And just to go a little step further, if this, if you have a hard time getting things done, if you put it off till tomorrow, as Nate's talking about, and I've been talking about, try, you know, when you start your day at the very beginning, get out a little piece of paper and write down, what do you want to do today? What are the main things you need to do? It might be as simple as make a sandwich for lunch before you go to work or pay the bill, or sign up for retirement, right? And one thing you could do to get it even drilled down a little more is make it under three different categories, A, B, and C. So anything that is an A is the first thing you're going to do on the list. And those would be the tough ones, the ones that you struggle with, like Nate was talking about, you know, setting up that doctor's visit or signing up for retirement. And a B decision might be, well, I really want to get my car washed. I want to get uh, lunch today at Chipotle. Well, you want to do that, but that's not really a high priority, right? You could do the car wash tomorrow. It's not going to really dramatically change your life. So, and then a C would be something that, yeah, I want to go uh, fishing this afternoon when I get home from work. Yeah. Just think about that. I feel like myself a lot of days, and I'm sure others can relate, we check off a lot of C's. (laughs) That's exactly it. And feel like- Like you got a lot done. Yeah. Like I was productive or I was busy. And so I think that's a good point there. You know, you check off a bunch of C's that doesn't equal an A. And that's right. And, and think about it. You and I, we're all in the same boat, right? So hopefully this little example might encourage you to develop a pattern or a, a habit of having a, a daily start of your day, put down the A's, the B's, and the C's. And I'm telling you, if you can do that, and let's just say you had two A decisions you had to make that day. And when you check those off and then you hit the B by lunchtime, say, you're going to feel really good about where you're going with your life. It will change your life. Exactly. All right. Here's the thing I want you to take action on. If you work in a traditional job where they have an HR department and that kind of thing versus somebody that has their own business, if you're not signed up for your retirement plan at work and you're eligible, usually it's eligibility happens for most companies at about a year. Don't put it off another day and go to HR and sign up. Especially if you have a company match and and you should do it regardless, but you should try and at least get the full company match because that's essentially free money that they're giving you just to participate. It is free money. Exactly. So yeah, you got to do it. It's free money they're giving you for your retirement. Yep. As we like to do in many episodes, we did want to leave you with that. We'd like you to take action. If you're not a part of your retirement plan at work, 
just spend the 10 minutes, spend the 20 minutes. Exactly. And get it done. And so on our next episode, Dave's going to teach on three amazing ways you can be good with money. All right. And I'm going to share a quote here, which is kind of really cool, but Nate just brought up one thing that I thought I'd share with you. You know, we do have a website that you can ask questions to me, financial questions or otherwise that related to maybe an area you're struggling with financially. And if you would like, just share with me some successes too. Like just thinking about this podcast today, if you read it and you finally got it, send me an email, just say, hey, Dave, I got it. I went to the HR today and I signed up. I've been putting it off for six months. I'm putting it off for four years. Yep. We'd love to hear from you and we'd love to hear your success. Yeah, that'd be cool. So you can do that at savelikedave.com and there you'll see a contact us form and uh, Dave will respond to every message that comes in. I will do that personally. Thanks guys. All right. I'm going to leave you with a quote from H. Jackson Brown Jr. It says, when a man with money meets a man with experience, the man with the experience ends up with the money and the man with the money ends up with the experience. Got that? Think about that for a minute.